Hello, everyone. Welcome to a podcast, the podcast, the official podcast of podcasting. I'm Robbie. I'm Lee. And, uh, you know, normally we do have an ad segment up front. Uh, This week, though, I would like to announce uh, on behalf of the crew here at a podcast, the podcast, that we are now launching a charity, the charity, the official charity of charities. Ah. Our first case will be uh, raising money for a dear friend of the show, Isaac. Yes. Uh, who unfortunately uh, ran into some car troubles. Oh, no. Yeah. Uh, you know, just some, somebody else has his car. Who, who's to say who? Oh, uh, so we're going to, uh, <laughs> if you would like to donate, <laughs> I never, uh, let us know. I never fucking snorted or uh, <laughs> chortled before. Yeah. There's a snort. I think there might have been a click in there, too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> who's to say <laughs> who borrowed his car <laughs> without the intention of returning it who's yeah to who, say? who who knows who it could be so if you want to you want to donate to the cause uh write me a letter <laughs> buy a shirt <laughs> buy a shirt we the will link donate. is in the description of our <laughs> instagram page uh, all proceeds will 20- go to isaac's car fund <laughs> I'll also be emptying out my uh, my Coca Cola coin bottle. Ah, and, yes, yes, uh, yeah. I also I think I also have a couple dollars in my um, Predator bus. That's actually a, a piggy bank. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that kind of Predator bus. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <I'm> not, <laughs> I don't know what you thought I meant, but yes, that kind of Predator bus. Yeah, don't worry about it. Mm. It's not important. I thought I thought it was going to be a bit about him getting uh, reassignment surgery to look less like <laughs> Elliot Page. <laughs> I didn't realize his fucking car got stolen. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Well, at least he wasn't in it when it got stolen. Or else he'd <laughs> yeah. be kidnapped. That's true. Then then this would be a charity uh, and we possibly for ransom. Yeah, we don't have that kind of audience. No, definitely not. To, have, to fund a ransom, unfortunately. Yep. Yep. Sorry to say. So don't get kidnapped, Isaac. Please. What vehicle is missing? Oh, it's was it was it the Bel Air? The Bel Air. <laughs> yeah. It was, no, I mean, the, it was the Rolls. I don't know what he drives. I didn't even know he had a car. <laughs> I don't even know what a car is. I thought he mean? cycled everywhere. I don't know. <laughs> yes. You should see the calves on him. I thought he a surfed quad on the his, size of the moon. I thought he surfed around on his uh, acoustic guitar case. <laughs> Yeah, he strapped casters to the bottom. And yeah, exactly. He Thought he rode his rode his amp like a skateboard. I don't know. Yep, like a boogie board. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> he gets a running start, and then he like dives onto it like it's mm-hmm. a slip and slide, and that's mm-hmm. how he gets he everywhere. Luges. Yes, he <laughs> luges everywhere. Exactly. <laughs> He's got a stock car, and uh, nice. Everywhere he goes has to be downhill. He actually has two CO two powered. Uh, Pinewood cars that he's attached to his shoes. Uh, and a Wiley Coyote esque yeah. scheme. And he waits every year for the 4th of July to come around because it's the only time you can buy fireworks in the state of Nebraska that he can strap mm-hmm. to the back of them for extra propulsion. Yeah. It's the only time of year he's on time, if not early, for anything. I like how one of the only true 4th of July traditions is like illegal in most places. <laughs> 
even like during the fourth of july (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah like i think officially fireworks of pretty much all kinds except for like sparklers and something else are legal Mm -hmm. in omaha even on the fourth of july but of course nobody gives a fuck right no no let me just drive to missouri and get the big boy shit jesus they don't give a fuck there you you could fucking you could build a fertilizer bomb they don't give a fuck Nah, they don't care dude they don't give a fuck yeah i'm not a i'm not a fireworks guy that that probably doesn't surprise you (laughs) no not at all i'm not really much of an anything kind of guy (laughs) yeah i was gonna say anything that if it involves fanfare or celebration i hate it yeah basically yeah if happiness or the joy of others is involved (laughs) lee michael is not on board i'm not amused (laughs) on principle it's not for me <laughs> no, dude, I'm not, just I'm not you not s- for fireworks, but uh, yeah, I don't know. It's I'm like neutral. I've seen them before. <laughs> What's going to be different this time? You know? Yeah, sure. There's yeah, no I mean, new colors, right? I mean, why uh, you say that? Maybe no that's the colors. maybe that's the the quick uh, get rich quick scheme. We we develop <laughs> new colors for fireworks. Yeah, 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 yeah. You have to you have to have special glasses to see them. <laughs> It's like not visible on the light no, spectrum. No, no, no. Yeah, no, you just you got to make sure that you tune your aura <laughs> right, properly right, so right. you can comprehend the uh, the the extra uh, corporeal colors mm. being emitted from our uh, salt rock crystal fireworks. No, here's the that scam. you might not want to stand directly under. Here's the scam: we give everybody those eclipse glasses. Mm-hmm. And then um, there's no fireworks. There's just uh, the noise of fireworks. And then when people are like, oh, well, it didn't work. We didn't see them. We're like, oh, you looked in the wrong spot. No <laughs> refunds. $50, please. $50. Yeah, it's not a bad racket. Yeah, it's not too bad. Though I, think, I bet it would be fun to be a, the uh, one of the pyrotechnicians that like sets up a fireworks display. I think that'd be very satisfying. Yeah, it'd be very tedious. Yeah, sure. I don't know. Laborious. Sure. Yeah. I don't know. One time I set up a rocket and it wasn't as, it wasn't uh, what it was made out to be. Yeah. I blew up a bunch of old GI Joe toys that are probably worth a lot of money now. Okay. Sid. <laughs> Back in the day. Well, being supervised <laughs> by adults, it was the adults idea. In fact, well, no, it was my idea, but they supervised and they were okay with it. Robbie, have you ever thought about being Sid for Halloween? <laughs> I've got the forehead for it, so I think I could really make it work. <laughs> all you need is a shirt. It's all I, you're missing. That's true. I just I need the shirt, and then I need like fake braces, and we're good to go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, that'd be fucking awesome. I actually haven't, but that'd be a really great. Yeah, I'll have to keep that in mind. It's easy, dude. You've got Converse. Doesn't he wear red Converse? I don't remember. Off Maybe he has black yeah, converse. Yeah, fucking throw some chucks on. It's fine. He's got chucks, dude. Chucks jeans and that awesome shirt. Yes, yes. Which I'm sure you can buy for forty dollars at the Disney store. <laughs> yeah, exactly. If you can find one that's still <laughs> in business. Yeah, for real. Let's see if we mm-hmm. can get. Yeah, you can totally buy the shirt somewhere. Surely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey, did you hear that uh, Natural Light is coming out with a new line of sour seltzers? Oh really? <laughs> Don't say. Cool. I can buy. Yeah. I can buy a Sid T-shirt, by the way, for like fifteen bucks on Amazon. So, there we go. Okay, nice. There you go. Well, yeah, they got to fucking jump. Boom. Uh, jump on the seltzer train. Of course. I. You know what? I'm tired of this shit. 
I'm sure that comes as no surprise to you. Um, yeah. Here's the thing, man. They all taste the same. And it was fine when there was only like two brands doing it. Now everyone's got a seltzer. Yeah. And it's just, it's just a dumb phase. Yeah, most of them will go away, but then like the main ones will stick around. Yeah. I mean, they're already trying to reinvent the wheel, dude. They're already like, oh, sour seltzers. Oh, sure. Yeah. Which is it's it's just a seltzer. It's just like a new flavor of seltzer. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're right. You're right. Yeah. I mean, I'm with you. I think it's what do they think of next? Getting a little out of hand. I do support them as an alternative for beer, but or light beer specifically, but because it's better. I'd rather drink a seltzer than a fucking Bud Light. Oh, absolutely. Those things make me fucking bloated, man. Yeah, for real. Like and they, yeah, light and, beer. And, yeah, they barely taste like anything most of the time. No, and they're it's terrible. just awful. Yeah. Absolutely terrible. It's all the not fun stuff about drinking a lot of beer, like the the kind of foamy bloatiness that you sometimes get and all that, but uh, with none of the benefits of tasting good or mm-hmm. even really getting you particularly drunk. Right, right. I drank a bunch of shiners yesterday. Bach. Congratulations. The Bach, not the cheer or any of that crap. Well, I was going to say it's uh, a better beer than I. I always forget that it's actually a pretty good beer. Yeah, it's yeah. Shiner's fine. It's fine for what yeah. it is, you know? Yeah. As a, as a cheap beer, it's one of the ones that I would drink. I'm over uh, PBR at this point. Oh, I can never drink PBR again. Yeah. Man. Being the only beer that is offered for uh, a band playing at like every venue ever. <laughs> can't. Yeah. Can't do it anymore. Oh, my God. I don't think I've had a PBR in like six years. I yeah, can't I don't know when the last time they, I had one. Just seeing, Definitely since I moved. Just picturing the label makes me sick, dude. There's one time Carrie and I, we, I mean, we thought we were drugged. We we got so fucked up at Drunken Club. And it was just like a couple PBRs and shots. Just like cheap shots. Yeah. Nothing crazy. And it wasn't many of them. It was like I bought her one and she bought me one and I right. had like a couple extra PBRs without the shots and I was so violently ill. It's probably the sickest I've ever been from drinking. Damn. And like, I, I just don't even, I don't even remember being that drunk or getting crazy or anything. And just, I just associate it with the PBR. And so it's just like, yeah, it's ruined for me. That was just the, the move at the deli for a long time was to do the PBR and the shot combo. And I just kind of uh, back when it was five dollars before it was six or seven, whatever the fuck it was last time I was there. Mm-hmm. OGs, remember? And, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I can't really. Yeah, I've uh, drank myself out of that <laughs> real yeah. fast. It's terrible. Absolutely terrible. You were there my last the last time I was at the deli. You saw what you know uh, <laughs> where that left me. I mean, yes, that was my car that you vomited all over. On the outside, I got it outside at least. <laughs> it was you, me, Jordan, and my father. <laughs> and your dad. <laughs> but hey, after that, I was ready to go. <laughs> I know. You got a second win, and I was like I ready to fucking. No, yeah, nobody else wanted to. And I was like, oh, no, okay. Dude. We're all, I mean, the mood was ruined by yeah. your uh, violent vomiting <laughs> that had been happening for like two hours straight. Yeah, it was always also, yeah. All the, I had like four LITs, and that didn't really help. It never does. No. Never does. You know who never helps any situation? Who's that? 
Lana Del Rey. <laughs> Go on. Was it in the meme group? Was that the thing oh, about yeah, Lana Del Rey? The, yeah, it was in the meme group. What was it? Uh, she called she in a drunk live stream. I think on Instagram she referred to nine eleven as a whole fucking mood. <laughs> She's not wrong, but you also shouldn't yeah. say that. Uh, no, if probably you're a not. Public figure, uh, like you know, <laughs> or a celebrity. Yeah. But granted, I haven't verified it. I just thought it was fucking hilarious, regardless. So I just had to send to the group. I've not checked to see if that's true or not. Though. Well, here's what's hilarious. But I she wanted fucking, to. She she says dumb shit all the time, though. So no, I know she's an idiot. I wanted to know more about it, so I googled Lana Del Rey, and one of the first articles that came up was <laughs> from Insider. And it says, Lana Del Rey's cover art for her new album is so bad that fans started a petition to ban her from using PixArt. <laughs> <laughs> Which is a free photo editing app the that I show? use to make our shitty Instagram posts. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and like every meme I've ever made as well. Is she releasing um, like it, another it has, app? Because she, she released it recently and the cover, it's fine. Well, this is for an album coming out on July 4th. Okay. So So we have that look. If you're you're not a fan of fireworks, you can look forward to Lana Del Rey's Blue Bannisters album. Let's see what the fuck this is. Wow, that's like two albums released in like... Oh, here it is. Yeah, this is atrocious, dude. Yeah, I'm I'm trying to... My computer would fucking agree with me here. It looks like a senior portrait that was mocked up in Microsoft Paint. Jesus Christ, why is this taking so long? The anticipation is killing me. Also, Spotify replied to her tweet, uh, like her album announcement. Spotify replied, two albums in one year? We are being fed with the clap emoji. Oh, yeah, that's not great. Thanks, Spotify. Yeah, that's not Very cool, Spotify. Fellow kids. Yeah, it definitely looks like something that somebody would have made for like MySpace or something. Mm-hmm. Or early days of Facebook. Somebody trying to be like artsy. So that'd yeah. be on a vision board. Yeah. Congratulate. Oh, God. That didn't happen. <laughs> Congratulations to Lana Del Rey. Maybe, maybe uh, the next. Uh, cause for a charity the charity the official charity of charities can be uh, getting a new album cover for Lana Del Rey mm-hmm. she clearly needs the help so yeah well she should probably go to rehab first but whatever <laughs> yeesh so did you watch uh, any clips from Elon Musk's <laughs> SNL uh, I, episode I saw the, I saw the monologue and uh, part of the weekend update segment, but that's it. Mm. Did you? How much did you see? Uh, I watched one clip where he played um, a Super Mario character on trial. Wario. Yes, yeah. he, he played Wario on trial for the death of Mario because he threw a banana at his car and he died or something. Oh, and, okay. Yeah. Uh, the evil Luigi was a character witness. And it's about the worst thing I've ever seen uh, from a syndicated <laughs> comedy television show. It well, was utter dog shit. And I'm not just trying to 
like I've I've tried to give SNL the benefit of the doubt for about a decade now because I just <laughs> I grew up with the show. Uh, I used to be such a huge fan. There yeah, was one point when I was like a kid where I like wanted to grow up and be on SNL, and yeah, and I just here. you know like just it'll get better, man. Just gotta rough it out, and like there's great individual cast members, but in general. It's a horrible, horrible show with the exception of some weekend update stuff. And man, this this was, yeah, just utter dog shit, dude. Not not even a single chuckle or grin. I was just watching it cringing. And apparently uh, there was another sketch called Gen Z Hospital where I, uh, um, Elon just just the name. Yeah, it was like, like Musk played some doctor and the whole the whole bit was like doctors using uh internet lingo saying oh, like no, no, saying no, like no. yes I stand king and things like that to oh, patients gosh. or whatever. And I guess Black Twitter's trying to cancel Michael Che for um <laughs> for cultural <laughs> appropriation of like black LGBTQ verbiage. Apparently, this is a thing. Apparently, like okay. King, Stan, and all these other words that you see in every meme actually belong to uh, L- like black LGBTQ people on Twitter, I guess. Yeah. I it's- mean, I don't I don't doubt that, that they were appropriated from a space like that at all. Uh, that's pretty par for the course. But that's that, that happened like five years ago. <laughs> I mean, that's just like again a life definitely yeah for real like this is a lot of that stuff has been getting it's been in like pop culture vernacular for years yes but yeah anyways so they're outraged that uh michael che uh appropriated their cult their specific culture and um, sure made fun of it i guess i don't know and uh they need a a new villain of the week or whatever so yeah whatever whatever um so yeah i guess people are pissed off at michael che there's some sort of editorial hit piece (laughs) written about him on like entertainment weekly's website or something (laughs) i don't know it was crazy um yeah who fucking cares dude yeah um yeah and then elon musk came out he has Asperger's. Yeah. Cool, man. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure that was a self-diagnosis. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. You know, Dan Aykroyd has Asperger's. Indeed. That he does. Mm-hmm. A lot so of cool He said he was do. the first person to... A lot of cool people. Yeah. Daryl Hannah? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, for sure. No, that's true. You're, you're, you are correct. And when in the monologue, he was like, oh, I'm the first person with Asperger's to host SNL. I thought, well, Dan Aykroyd, I guess Aykroyd's never hosted, which he might be one of the only like <laughs> successful uh, former cast members to never host the show. Maybe so. Pr- maybe for good reason. Probably. That'd be, that'd be kind of amazing now to like, get like a modern day Dan Aykroyd to host Saturday Night Live. <laughs> Dude, just a six-minute monologue about aliens. Yeah, aliens and vodka. It's like, okay, it's New York, 1973. <laughs> I'm in my Manhattan apartment building. 
on East Seventh Street. Okay. <laughs> Two beams of light right through the window. I didn't know that you had a Dan Aykroyd impression. <laughs> I didn't. Need, I've never done this before. It's a little. It's there's a little bit of Hunter S. Thompson in there. I, I watch a lot of. <laughs> no, no, Hunter is no. He's he's a lot different. It's, it's just a little bit. Just a little. Well, just the sentence structure is similar. Yeah. Because yeah. they both talk in short sentences until yeah. until Aykroyd starts rambling, and then he speaks like a hundred words a second. Yeah, and it's all just like techno babble about techno stuff that doesn't exist. No, that's not true. He's a very intelligent person. Sure, yeah, very business savvy as well. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Look, not anyone can make millions of dollars a year by taking vodka and putting it in a cool bottle. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. He's a in a spoopy bottle. Yeah, he's a marketing genius. Surprise! It wasn't. I'm surprised it wasn't some sort of Ghostbusters thing, dude. He's been milking that fucking franchise for true. forty years. Yep. Ghostbusters and uh, Blues Brothers. That's what he's yeah. got. That's yeah. his thing, and he's sticking to it. Yeah. My vodka comes in a Slimer bottle with Ray Ban sunglasses, and it glows <laughs> in the dark at night. <laughs> Does it, isn't there something about the way that they filter the vodka or something too, allegedly? I've heard him talk about it before. Of course, dude. It's all something. God, of course it is. Yeah. yeah. It's it's ultra filtered. <laughs> I usually do three, but we do four. Yeah, what we got is four filtered. Uh, we got a full filtration <laughs> system that uh, the vodka goes through. It's ultra pressed, super organic, high in uh, grain and it's in a glass skull. It's crystal eye vodka, okay? <laughs> <laughs> so now, yeah. Okay, so for un- unexpected but great impressions of the podcast now, we've got Dalia. <laughs> we've got Dan Aykroyd. <laughs> barely, dude. <laughs> Fucking barely. That's what makes it good. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah, it's just there enough. It's just the there. best impressions, yeah, are either like, you know, really spot on and amazing, or they're like it's the other thing where they're so fucking horrible. Yeah. But it's well, unmistakably think, what you're trying to do. Yeah. Yeah. I think our Trump impressions have gotten better. Uh I don't know about that. No, well they're <laughs> funnier. Sure. They're funnier. That's true. <laughs> that's true. Adding this <laughs> the sir and like yeah. the windiness and yeah. also like the lots of okay yeah okay that's a good one <laughs> <laughs> that's what's one of my favorites that he throws in every once in a while you can't say in. you can't say okay unless your pointer fingers are pointing up yeah or if you or if you're gonna do yeah. one of those the accordion <laughs> you gotta do it. okay <laughs> <laughs> oh my god yeah i think that's the thing when you Add in when you throw in the wrinkle of like you're doing an impression of him speaking in like a stadium. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think that really adds to it. Yeah. Yeah. By the way, whenever I impersonate Trump, I'm leaning as far forward as I possibly can without. Oh, of course. Over. That's yeah. That's how you can get the, the air to travel through your vocal cords <laughs> in the right way. Got to add some of those in there. He must have the strongest shin muscles in the world. For the way that, <clears throat> God, I'm fucking choking to death, apparently. For the way that he stands, he should have like the biggest fucking shins in the world. Hmm. I think he wears a full wire, like metal harness 
under his suit. <laughs> to like keep everything contained? Yeah, to keep everything contained, keep his posture right. <laughs> Just like a girdle made of chicken wire. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Zip tied in the back. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> By the way, I uh, <laughs> I didn't want to have to get up and down for beer, so I have like this sack lunch looking thing. <laughs> it's got some beer in it. Uh, yeah, you fucking you go to work at the factory. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, lunchtime. What do we got today, honey? Oh, got a Voodoo Ranger and oh, a little fruit in here. Oh, some orange. All right, everything runs with orange. What's the lunch? It's got all the food groups represented. Exactly. Pretty much. Happy for you. Pretty much. Pretty much all the food groups. I don't know why I closed it. I'm about to have to open it again. Anyways, what what is this show even? What are we even doing? What are we talking about here? Uh, Uh, Rambling. That's right. That's right. Just rambling. That video that you sent me uh, from about Trump's new uh, business venture that looked like it was made in iMovie was pretty amazing. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. What was I can't remember. Let's see, here's the problem. I can't remember what it was for. <laughs> I know that he he launched a new website called like From the Desk of Donald Trump. Yeah, that's what it was. And it's basically it was. everything. And there's that he, announcement video. Yes. Oh, okay. That's okay, what okay. it was. So Donald Trump, and you know what sucks is I want to visit this website every day, but I don't want to give him any sort of attention at the same time. I'll do I don't it right now. I don't want to give it clicks, you know. I'll do it right now. And I don't want to give his website. I'll sacrifice traffic. myself. I've got a VPN. We're fine. <laughs> no one will know. Can you can you set your origin country to Russia? <laughs> uh, I actually, I actually checked for that once, and you can't. Ah, uh, that's a, that's unfortunate. You must not have Surfshark, which is also today's sponsor. <laughs> no, anyways. He, uh, yeah, he launched a new website. It's called like from the desk of Donald Trump. Oh, sorry. Donald J. Trump. And basically any stupid thing he would tweet, he publishes on this website in, and it's basically like a Xeroxed formal letter with his, uh, presidential, like white house header on the top. And, um, (laughs) it's like scanned onto this HTML page. And uh, it's it's all fucking dumb, dude. I, what's the one dude, I sent you, dude? Literally fucking everything on here. Like you have to. So I pulled up news. It was one of the the like links in the main search bar at the top. Mm-hmm. And when you go to it, all it is is just a series of links which say statement by Donald J. Trump, 45th president of the United States of America, over and over and over and over and over again. And there's like a little date thing next to him, too. But that's like all it says. You have to click read more and then it redirects you to another Web page. And then there's the uh, the statement. <laughs> OK, sorry. I, I, I clicked on a link in a, in a Twitter feed to his to this website. And I just want That's to read amazing. you two two statements of his that I came across that Oh yeah, please do. Are amazing. This one is from Jesus Christ, dude. He he puts this shit out about as much as he tweeted. The first one is from one o'clock on May 9th, which is what today? The day of this recording? Uh, yesterday. yesterday. It was yesterday. From one o'clock yesterday, 
And the previous post that I'm also going to read is from 1257, <laughs> three minutes prior. Also yesterday. <laughs> the first one says, also, did you hear? Okay. Have you heard about Medina Spirit? The Kentucky uh, no, I uh, Derby winner. Oh, okay, yes, yes, so, yes. That the, uh, yeah, yeah, the drug scandal. Yes. Uh, the horse that won the Kentucky Derby is embattled in a huge uh, drug scandal right now. And <laughs> yeah, the, the, the horse is losing the title uh, because of drug use. And so Donald Trump says, so now even our Kentucky Derby winner, Medina Spirit, is a junkie. This is emblematic of what is happening to our country. The whole world is laughing at us as we go to hell on our borders, our fake presidential election, and everywhere else. <laughs> sure. Okay, that makes sense. Okay, so this is, what's interesting, too, is that all of these statements here on the desk page uh, appear to be the exact same as everything that's on the news page, just in a different format. <laughs> uh, I swear to amazing. God. The other the this other thing he posted a, yesterday was Happy Mother's yep. Day to all. It will all come back bigger and better and stronger than ever before. <laughs> Do not worry. Okay. Okay. Mother's back. Mother's Day is coming back, baby. The libs tried to cancel it. Did you hear about that? Of course the libs did. The, the right libs is are always libbing. The right is outraged because they made up that liberals wanted to ban Mother's Day. <laughs> and they worked themselves into a frenzy. And yesterday, uh, 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 fucking Ted Cruz tweeted like happy uh, birthing day or something like that. I don't know. Yeah. They, to own the libs, of course. Um, <laughs> yeah. So here's a, here's a really, he's a really good one uh, from, uh, at 10:27 May 3rd the fraudulent presidential election of 2020 will be from this day forth known as the big lie yeah that's the one i sent you i think <laughs> very possibly because there were, there was a video involved too i remember mm-hmm. that was probably associated with it on twitter or whatever but absolutely it was amazing yeah this is literally just his twitter thread basically yeah yeah Oh boy! When when where does cancel culture end, dude? Also, apparently the Golden Globes got canceled. Uh, he here's here's an interesting uh, one where he seems to, based on the way he's talking about them, seems to like Kim Jong Un more than the president of South Korea. I saw that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He pr- he prefers the brutal dictator to the like uh, democratically elected one. <laughs> Yeah, it's uh, yeah, Kim Jong-un and North Korea have gotten to know and like, in parentheses, under the most trying of circumstances, never respected the current president of South Korea. Uh, I was always the one who stopped the aggression. Unfortunately for them, I am no longer there. And then he goes on to say that President Moon was weak as a leader and negotiator. What a Except fucking when it came ass. to the continued long-term military ripoff of the USA? What? The United States knows. has been forcing themselves on South Korea since the Korean War. Whatever. Who cares about history? Nah, yeah, who cares, dude? Yeah. Have you uh have you been have you been keeping up with the um election audit in Arizona? No, I have not. Dude, this is amazing. So this guy, he has he does this sort of thing all the time. He like mm. audits and sues uh 
organizations and people basically. And okay. he is uh, carrying out this audit of the Arizona election. And his claim is that a uh, very, 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 very fine bamboo fibers were discovered on election ballots. And so they're doing an audit because they believe that uh, millions of ballots were dumped from Southeast Asia. Mm, I was waiting for the reason to come in. That Asia <laughs> interfered with the Arizona uh, election or with the presidential election in Arizona specifically uh, to overthrow Trump, I guess. And um, put Biden in office. And so they're auditing all the ballots and searching for ones that contain these microscopic fibers of bamboo. Who, who is, who is they, uh, this, co- this company, I forgot. And how are they auditing ballots? Let me find, let me find it. Let me find it. I'd be very interested in this. I do actually want to know. This is fucking incredible. I need all the juicy details. About bamboo fibers. Do they is like an Asian country special specified, or is it just sort of are they just generalizing and saying Asia? I don't know. The article, the first article I saw says the origin was believed to be Southeast Asia. Um, Interesting. One would think. I'm looking. I don't know. I'm looking for it. I wonder how you determine Southeast Asia specifically. Well, the fucking origin of the bamboo, my guy. Sure, it doesn't I just guess. grow anywhere, everywhere. <laughs> yeah, particularly not in that part of the world. It's not like it's a staple of a lot of countries in that region. I mean, apparently bamboo can grow in Arizona. Sure. Yeah. Millions of votes were dumped, huh? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. In 40, the accusation is that 40,000 ballots were flown into Arizona and stuffed into a ballot box. And it came from the southeast part of the world, Asia. Okay. And what they're doing is to find out if there's bamboo in paper. Specifically the paper that the ballots are made sure. from. Okay. Yeah. Uh, his name is John Brakey. He's an official helping oversee the audit. And uh, I guess he is just a person that takes pride in auditing things. I don't know. He's a professional auditor. Yeah. But I don't know how you would even, unless the leadership in Arizona that is in charge of voting allows them to go through ballots. He's not. Yeah. They they are. Of course they are. Yeah. It it is Arizona. (laughs) That's that's what I was confused about. Like, if he actually had access to ballots, or uh, if this was just some guy saying, "Oh yeah, we're auditing ballots," and they're not literally not doing anything. Either way, they're probably not fucking doing anything. Yeah, it's just uh, you know, waste of resources and time and money and all that good stuff, as it always is. Ugh, gives me a headache, but it's also strangely entertaining. 
Yeah, I mean, it's fun to to laugh at the idiot. The only part that gets scary, it's like, well, okay, well, what if like enough people get behind this? Because we, you know, laughed at mm-hmm. Trump for a while, then there was uh, an insurrection at the Capitol. So, you know what I Which can't I did wait not for? think would happen. <laughs> What's that? I w- well, I was yeah, I was like watching a news story about this, and I sort of uh, drifted off into this fantasy uh, about. Um, 2024 presidential debates. Uh, and I imagined, um, just picture this. Okay. I'm going to paint a, a picture for you. Just close your eyes and imagine this beautiful scene. You have a like 83 year old Donald Trump who is confined to a wheelchair after his massive stroke. And then you have, a uh, ghoulish <laughs> puppeteered, barely alive uh, Joe Biden at the end of his first term, uh, also in a wheelchair, um, can barely see over their own podiums. And then you have a Chris Wallace with a partially uh, paralyzed face um, who is just reflecting at this moment on all of his life choices that led him here to <laughs> host to moderating the 2024 presidential debates. Um, and he's asking, he's asking the candidates. Um, so gentlemen, uh, in both of your first terms in office, uh, the United States faced, uh, several, um, widespread, dangerous, uh, horrific cybersecurity attacks. Um, what policies and changes Will you implement to make our cybersecurity stronger than ever? And then you have Joe Biden, who's like, all right, Jack, I already got that Norton VPN. I already got that Norton antivirus on the company computer. Okay, we're good. And then you have Donald Trump, who's like, I know cyber better than perhaps Tim Apple, okay. <laughs> He's like just fucking doing his bullshit. And uh it, no matter who who gets elected, uh <laughs> all of our shit is hacked. All of our personal data is mined by foreign countries and sold. Uh all of our uh incognito browsing history is put on the web. Uh all of our nudes are taken off our phones. Our entire infrastructure is just eradicated overnight and uh uh all of our bank accounts are just fucking just pixie dust the next day it's gonna be amazing what a time to be alive and then and then just for shits and giggles uh because all of our like networking across the country is just down uh Mm. like every foreign country will nuke us at once (laughs) At once, yeah. China, <laughs> Russia, uh, India, and Iran, and North Korea. Uh, <laughs> Fucking France will get us. in on it. Why they'll not? They'll nuke us. Uh, and, Canada, and Canada will just throw a bunch of M80s over the border. <laughs> Canada's got nukes. I know, but... They can send some over. They're probably too nice. They'll yeah. just write sorry on the yeah. warheads. <laughs> the warhead says sorry, eh? <laughs> Have a nice day with a smiley face. (laughs) If you're reading this, you don't need glasses. 
Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's very uh, nice. Then the nukes have sorry written on the side, and it appears that there are a bunch of uh, Tim Hortons gift cards strapped to the side. That's very nice of them. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Before Canada launched the nukes, they uh, made it some warm milk and read it, uh, oh, the places you will go. <laughs> then, they, then they spanked its ass and sent it to yeah. Kansas. They, sp- they spanked its ass with a hockey stick. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> and then, fu- then fucking annihilated NORAD. <laughs> God bless the USA. God bless the USA, indeed. <laughs> Holy shit. Pretty much any time that I uh, think of a nuclear apocalypse or like envision it, my brain, for whatever reason, just defaults to the end of Terminator 3, Rise of the Machines. I don't know why, but that's always what I picture. You know what? That's one of the best parts of the whole franchise, honestly, as terrible as the rest of that movie is. Oh, that like the ending is a downer? Well, yeah, but also just the the nuclear scene is very good yes yes very effective very haunting yes i just think of dr strangelove where he's uh he rides the nuke yeah (laughs) on the way down (laughs) with his yeah waving the hat around yeah yeah hilarious oh stanley kubrick i wish kubrick was alive today to make a movie about donald trump Yeah, yeah, that'd be interesting. I wonder what uh, new fun and inventive ways he would find to torture the actors involved. Mm. Yeah, good question. Well, whoever would, yeah. What's 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 the deal with that uh, Brendan Gleeson movie where he plays Trump? Is that ever coming out? Um, I don't know. What's that movie called again? Um. So I was like pretty hyped for it just to know like what his performance would be like. The Comey rule. That's right. The Comey yeah, there rule. Hasn't, there hasn't been a trailer in a year. So wait, hang on. Is this based off the Stephen King? Is it? I don't know. Yeah. No, not that. No, not the Comey rule. <laughs> Stephen King did not author the Comey rule. Um, Brendan Gleeson starred in a three season series uh, called Mr. Mercedes, which is the title of a Stephen King book. Um, And I guess he also, Stephen King also wrote other short stories with characters. Oh, Uh, well, I guess it's a novel. It's a trilogy of novels. Um, Oh, this is a, it was a series. I I, I don't know why I thought it was a movie. It was a series. The Comey rules a series. Yeah. Oh, I thought it was a movie as well. I think. Yeah. Anyways, I'm just showtime folks. Go check it out. (laughs) I'm just blown away. I've never heard of the show, Mr. Mercedes, but it has like a 93% on Rotten Tomatoes and uh, is apparently a great show that just ended in 2019. And yeah, I had no idea that there was a anything based on Mr. Mercedes. Good to know. Interesting. It's on Peacock. Everything's on Peacock. Go check it out. Get on peacock, baby. Get on that peacock. <laughs> Ew. Dude, so, okay, for our listeners, a little continuity mm-hmm. from last week. 
Last week, we ended the show uh, riding off into the sunset together to find a James Bond movie to watch. Yes. What did what did we watch, Robbie? Uh, Jaws the Revenge. <laughs> Not the, the James Bond the character. <laughs> <laughs> we watched Jaws the Revenge, baby. Hey. And you know what? I think it's my favorite Jaws movie. <laughs> I think it's the best one, dude. It's definitely one of my favorite Michael Caine performances. Oh, God, that movie's amazing. I'm going to watch it again this week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, it doesn't have the good uh, ending, no, which is the shark no. getting impaled to like Ursula at the end of The Little Mermaid, and it just like roars as like blood gushes out of it. <laughs> yeah, we got the ending where the boat rams it and the thing blows up for no reason. And, yeah, and the shark and then, explodes. And then they use footage from good. the first Jaws of the exploded shark sinking. Yeah. Um, dude, uh, this Jaws Jaws four is amazing, dude. Yeah. So if you're not familiar, I'm sure Carrie's never seen this movie. She's probably <laughs> never seen Jaws. Honestly, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. So Carrie, yeah, Jaws yeah. is about a, a killer shark, and it's a masterpiece. It's one of the greatest films ever made. It's yeah, in like the yeah, top yeah. 500 American films, for sure. Probably like top 1,000 in general. It's yes, a great yes. movie. She'll watch it. And uh, it's about a town that's terrorized by a great white shark that is eating people. And anyways, there's subsequent sequels. Jaws 2 is, oh God, there's another shark that's eating people. Jaws 3 is, uh, we put a great white shark uh, at SeaWorld. Oh my God, it escaped and it's eating people. (laughs) And then Jaws 4 (laughs) is, hey, the... (laughs) This shark is pissed off about the events of those other movies and is killing the Brody family systematically. (laughs) (laughs) And then it follows them to their Christmas vacation in the Bahamas because it has a psychic link with the wife from the first movie. Yeah. Uh, And it wants revenge. (laughs) Oh God. It's so good. I can't believe that that's the actual plot of this fucking movie. I know it's unbelievable. It's so fucking good. Oh my god, it's amazing! Uh, the shark uh, also roars. It does like a like a tyrannosaurus. It has vocal cords. I was listening. Yes, it's funny. I was listening to a podcast, uh, w- which I recommend. Hilarious movie podcast called The Franchise. Uh, they exclusively cover like long running film franchises and stuff. Anyways, they were talking about Jaws three and four, and when they're talking about Jaws four, one of them was like. I guess the shark can read because he knows which boat they're on and he tracks their boat. So I guess the shark in this movie is literate. (laughs) (laughs) And he's totally right. The shark can fucking read. It's a literate shark with telepathy. Yeah. (laughs) It's a telepathic reading shark. I wonder if he ever read the book Jaws. It's amazing. It's fucking incredible. And the shark prop. The, the, the shark prop, even though this movie has a budget that's like four times higher than the first Jaws, uh, the the shark prop uh, looks like a bath toy. Mm-hmm. It's just like foam rubber. You can like see the the texture of whatever like foam material that they use. Like it's not smooth like shark skin would be. It's like rough, and like coarse. Yeah. And it just the whole thing just kind of wobbles and wiggles and just like very slowly lazily moves through the water well a shark skin is tough to be fair yeah sure yeah 
If you rub your hand on it the wrong way, it'll cut you. That's what they tell me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's amazing, dude. It's uh, inexplicably uh, Michael Caine is a major supporting character for some reason. He's amazing in that movie. He's fucking awesome. He's so I, charming. He is so he is. awesome. I, I'm not. I'm. I'm not kidding when I say it's. He's one of my named after my favorite sandwich. His name What's is his name Hoagie. <laughs> it's his just Hoagie. Is... We don't learn. We don't learn anything else. It's just Hoagie. And he's a pilot. He flies the Brody family down to wherever they the Bahamas. are. Bahamas. Where? Yeah, the Bahamas. That's right. Where one of the the sons is doing research on snails. Sea snails. Uh, that's why the rest of the yeah. That's why the rest of the family goes down. And uh, yeah, he flies them around, and then he uh, tries to uh, fuck the Brody, uh, Mrs. Brody, Ellen Brody. Mm-hmm, and the uh, there's maybe some some weird Oedipal stuff going on with the son. <laughs> Who's to say? Yeah, it's in the background. It's yeah, all it's, subtext. Uh, yes, yeah, it's, it's, it's below subtext. below the surface. You have to really pay attention to uh, get all of these subtle uh, cues. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> it's gr- it's incredible. Yeah. Uh, also, it's a Christmas movie for no reason. Yeah, yeah, it's and it it takes place at during Christmas, mm-hmm. even when they're in the Bahamas still. Yes. Uh, which I'm still unclear. Was that the next Christmas or was that like a day later? It's definitely like a day later for sure. Okay. Okay. Because it was definitely just a few days before Christmas at the beginning of the movie. And then the, the youngest son is killed by the, sh- by the new jaws yeah. by son of jaws. And then, <laughs> Um, that's what they should have called this movie son of jaws that's what they should have called it yeah yeah son of jaws the revenge yeah i mean why not they had son of kong yeah they had godzilla had a son yeah just make jaws a kaiju yeah (laughs) why not (laughs) fuck it i mean dude no for real like okay yeah sure i mean the original godzilla was not some campy schlock you know it was a yeah. real film that had things to say about real issues, which you, it, there's a lot of, there's a lot of subtext you can get from jaws. It's, you know, yeah, it's for not sure. just some schlock either. It's a great film that is about certain things. And then it became campy over time. Why not just fucking go all the way, dude? It's the son of jaws. He's pissed off. Yeah. His dad's dead. He never knew him. He's a bastard <laughs> shark. Yeah, there you go. He's going to get the bastard son of a bitch that killed his dad. Project. Also, the main character from the first two Jaws movies died off screen of a heart attack because he yep. suddenly got scared of sharks and he dropped <laughs> dead. Yep. He thought he saw one in the water and he had a heart attack and dropped dead right there. It turned out it was just a boogie board, but <laughs> rip. Oof. The boogie board. <laughs> speaking of franchise, briefly, if I may, speaking of franchises of that dropped the ball. Uh-huh. Um, there's a new Saw movie coming out this weekend. Spiral. Oh yeah, that's right. From the book of Saw. Uh, it's, it's the black Saw movie. Good. Um, good. You know, written in, I don't know if it's directed by Chris Rock. I know it's written and starring and produced by Chris Rock. Yeah. It's involves. And yeah, everyone is like, what's going on here in the movie or random as hell. Oh, yeah, that too. But also in the movie, everyone's like, what the hell's going on here? Jigsaw's <laughs> been dead for 25 years. 
Yeah, who gives a fuck? No, this is what I wanted to say. Okay, so this. Okay. <laughs> I feel like every time I say okay, I just okay, I just do it on. I don't know, do it mm-hmm. subconsciously. Anyways. Yeah. Yep. So, yes, if you're not familiar with Saw, the killer Jigsaw died at the end of the third movie, and this is like the ninth movie. He's been dead this whole time. Every movie has a big twist ending where it's revealed that (laughs) he planned this shit before he died. And like the survivor of the previous movie is carrying out his master plan and was his accomplice the whole time. They're all the fucking same. Yeah. I'm sure this movie, it'll end in like Samuel Jackson will like turn around slowly and they'll play the theme music or something. And yeah, (laughs) He'll pull off his face. It's actually a white guy underneath. (laughs) It's actually Jonah Hill. (laughs) Oh, my God, dude. And yeah, and he'll turn around slowly. And he'll there'll be some big revelation about how it was him all along. They're all the fucking same. And this is my this is my issue. So at the originally the movie, the franchise was supposed to end with Saw 7 which was the 3d one. And in that movie, it's revealed that Dr. Gordon, who is played by Carrie Elwes, who is the main, one of the main characters in the first saw movie. He has been jigsaw's accomplice this whole time behind the scenes, carrying out his master plan and his visions and all this bullshit. He's been behind everything, orchestrating all the traps and setting up people, even like, all the other people you were told were Jigsaw's accomplices were under him or were like, I don't know. It, yeah, yeah. Every movie retcons the previous movie somehow. Yeah. yeah. And they, but they're all continuous. It doesn't make any sense. Anyways. So the big reveal is it was him all along since like the first movie. Uh, and it's really dumb. What they should yeah. have done. This goes back to the whole son of whatever thing. Dude, they should have. He died. He probably had a will. It should have just been like, oh, he's got a will. Some fucking guy, like his next of kin has to carry out his will and right. do the traps. Why make it some stupid thing where like, oh, his doctor who he captured and tortured in the first movie has actually been his student this whole time learning right. the the fucking Tao of Jigsaw and practicing his methods. Yeah, yeah. To carry yeah. out his legacy, like he's fucking Batman. Like when he dies, someone's gonna pick up the mantle and <laughs> inspire the city. It's so fucking right. dumb, dude. Just make it like, yeah, I feel like, oh, his wife is legally obligated to carry out his will, which also doesn't make sense because it involves killing people. But like, who cares? Uh, yeah, who cares? The yeah. Saw movies, dude. No, no, nothing <laughs> makes fucking sense. Nothing's real. Yeah, dude. Maybe that's gotta... part of her trap. Maybe she has like a bomb that the lawyer can detonate if she doesn't carry out the you know yeah like she's yeah has like who fucking well. care just make it anything besides oh it was the guy from the first one all along the guy that cut off his own foot to survive yeah he is actually in on it <laughs> <laughs> yeah the guy with one foot <laughs> yeah yeah god damn oh god yeah and it's uh directed by uh the guy who did saws two three and four so there you go. Okay, well, two of those are not bad. Yeah, I don't know. Saw lost me. I mean, I've seen uh, one through five, I think. 
I think uh, the fifth one, one is like the worst one. Yeah, one is the only one that I particularly like. The rest of them are, are just kind of meh. Mm, yeah, I think I I like the first three pretty well. Uh, well, specifically the first two. The third one's like okay. It's got some interesting ideas. Yeah, yeah. I like that. Um, one of the victims has to keep Jigsaw alive for her herself to survive. When she sure. could kill him if she wanted to, she has to resist the temptation of revenge. She has to forgive him and save him to save herself. That's interesting. You know, it's not explored, not sure. and there's no sort <laughs> yeah, of yeah. They don't really do anything with it. <laughs> I, the yeah. only the only thing about this movie that could make it even remotely interesting is if there is like an actual mystery thing to it, and it's not just a rehash of like, oh, the, the you know, there's like 15 minutes, and then like, oh, there's just mystery, we have to figure it out, and then they get locked in a house, and then there's just like torture porn for an hour and a half. I don't yeah, want that, that, but if it, it's gonna be that, if there's yeah, probably it'd be great if there's an actual like a, a mystery here, uh, then it could maybe be interesting, but probably not. I just don't. I just. <sighs> It's truly baffling to me that uh, I just want to know about. I'm more interested in how this movie got made, dude. Yeah, Chris Chris Rock stuff. one Halloween was just like. Gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna, not gonna, gonna try go for it. it. I can't do it. No, <laughs> I can't do it. One one day, Chris Rock decided he wanted to make his own Saw movie, and he fucking did. And I just like don't understand. Why Chris Rock is playing a hardened police detective. Why Chris Rock wrote a Saw movie. Okay. I mean, it's not just because Jordan Peele did it, you know, it's like, right, right. Chris Rock, like went to Lionsgate and was like, no, I'm still not going to try to do it. He, (laughs) he pitched him a (laughs) Saw movie and was like, I want to make this fucking Saw movie. And they were like, well, the franchise ended Chris, you know, our hands are kind of tied. We put out that last one. It was a bomb. He's like, well, I'm Chris Rock and I got a following. And they're like, oh, okay, well, let's hear the pitch. And he's like, what if? And then whatever the movie is. Yeah. And they were like, yeah, can you get Samuel Jackson? <laughs> and he's like, yeah. yeah according to, to Wikipedia, at least. Uh, let's see. The origins of Spiral came from a chance meeting with the vice chairman of Lionsgate, Michael Burns, at a friend's wedding in Brazil. Uh, and he felt doing something in the horror genre would be a new avenue to take for his career. So, yeah, Chris Rock was just like, I want to try this. And then, so yeah, he was just drunk at like, some wedding and he's like, what if I made a Saw movie? <laughs> <laughs> I like that you made him Southern, too. That was good. Yeah, talk. I don't know. I can't do I can't do Chris Rock. I never tried before <laughs> and I shouldn't have. And I never will again. Yeah. yeah. Just doesn't feel right. You know, like <laughs> it's not even like a race thing. It's just like, it does. It just, I don't know. Right. Right. Just don't feel good about it. Yep. Yep. I understand, but don't worry. Jigsaw is not in it. <laughs> oh, good. The, John- the main antagonist <laughs> from the Saw franchise will not be. Tobin in- Bell is, is not present. Hmm. No one panic. <laughs> I wonder how much money he ended up making off of this franchise. For Not like, enough, dude. For like relatively little work. Yeah, like that's being... true. I mean, yeah, he's sitting down half the time. Yeah. I wish I wish he was in more stuff, man. He's pretty good. Yeah, he's a good actor. He's pretty good in these movies. 
Yeah, yeah, I like him as that character. He's got screen presence. Jigsaw's Indeed. an interesting character. Yeah, I like the uh, the overall idea of like somebody who's crazy, but like attempting to like teach people lessons or whatever. I don't know. But yeah, yeah. it kind of it, it uh, loses uh, steam after a while. <laughs> I mean, it would come across better if he wasn't just like really petty. Yeah, you know, he's like, sure. he's like, <laughs> I bet you didn't think that the guy you cut in line would be your savior. <laughs> you know, it's like just some <laughs> bullshit. Yeah. He's like, remember like- me? I'm the guy that you cut in front of at Chib- like, I don't know, Chibata <laughs> Grill. <laughs> you said you were hungry and you were in a hurry and I hadn't eaten all day and you cut me in line. <laughs> Now I'm going to fucking rip off your toenails one by one unless you like cut off your fingers. <laughs> it's just crazy, dude. I asked for extra pinto beans in my burrito bowl. Yeah. But you didn't give me extra, but charged me anyway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you make a living taking advantage of others. <laughs> it's like some some cashier at fucking uh, yeah. Chipotle that like skimped on the extra avocado. Yeah, yeah, like overcharged for guac or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like <laughs> you advise me to invest in Dogecoin. <laughs> <laughs> Just like dude, anyone who's ever like been a minor inconvenience to this guy, he fucking kidnaps tortures and like makes them kill themselves it's crazy (laughs) yeah that's the thing too is that like it'd be nice if either the traps were actually feasibly solvable or if them not actually being solvable were the point i know that like comes up later in one of the movies with amanda is that her name like makes a trap that's that just kills the guy and then she ends up getting killed because of it or Mm -hmm. whatever but it's like yeah his own trap like in the very first movie the key gets fucking flushed down the drain their only way of fucking really escaping yeah. because he woke up in a frenzy with the lights off in a fucking bathtub and freaked out and like didn't realize he was attached like like there's there's no reason for him to look around for like a key right to, to you know yeah, and that just like exactly. continues to happen through the rest of the franchises well okay well yeah. whatever yeah look it's not it's not the best franchise okay it's not Medea or <laughs> I'm trying to think Scary of another franchise movie. Yeah. <laughs> it's not Scream okay <laughs> wonder when they'll try to reboot Scary Movie or just when somebody if somebody will ever try that formula again I hope not maybe they'll try it try and do it ironically Maybe we'll get like a meme movie. Yeah, that'd be the next logical conclusion from the creators of the emoji movie. (laughs) No, dude, from like the Wayans brothers, (laughs) the meme movie. Just yeah, but all memes are uh, ten to fifteen years old. Well, exactly. That's why. Yeah, I mean, starring Bad Luck Brian and Scumbag Steve, featuring yeah, get the the, like attached girlfriend. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and then and uh, what was the uh, insane wolf? That's that was one. What are some other old memes that aren't relevant? Maybe anymore? we should make this. Movie. Yeah, let's fucking do it. Let's do it pitch right it now. to fucking Paramount. Yeah, I'll fucking make anything. 
Yeah. They yeah, look at their streaming service. They'll fucking make anything. <laughs> they made that fucking new Pet Cemetery, which I guess is getting rebooted again. Again? <laughs> On Paramount Plus. There's like a Jesus. new Pet Cemetery coming to Paramount Plus. Are they going to hey, try and make it like a series or something instead of a movie? No, but they should. Every Stephen King book ever should be a series, dude. Yeah, there's just so there's much too many characters, too many things going on. It's just too much, man. Yeah. That always you know my... made more batshit insane sequels like Pet Cemetery 2. Yeah, one of my favorite horror movies. A movie which I yeah, a movie which I fucking love. It's better than the first one, dude. <laughs> I agree. It's certainly more entertaining, and it's yeah. largely due to Clancy Brown. He's great. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say one of my favorite. Uh, I don't know if I ever talked about it on the show. One of my favorite King adaptations is actually a uh, it's like a 1974 miniseries of Salem's Lot. Interesting. It's not even really a miniseries. I guess it was like a two. It's like a TV movie. It was like a two night like event parter type thing. Yeah. yeah, it's like three hours. And when it when they put it out on home video, there was like an hour and 40 minute theatrical cut. Which isn't good. Just watch the whole three hours. Yeah. You know, you can split it in half if you want. But uh, it stars David Soul. Fuck yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, uh, yes, it's 1970s pop legend David Soul, who is also indeed, on the indeed. Dukes of Hazard, um, and some other people. Who cares? I don't know. Oh, dude, yeah. Fred Fred Willard's in it. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. And I love I love it because uh, it really is like one of the last gothic vampire movies and it's really cool it's like all about suspense it's a really slow burn it's not like i mean it's 70s tv you know but there's some shit that like fucked me up as a kid watching it obviously it's not scary now but like it's fun to revisit it there's some really effective scenes uh oh also um uh, Je- uh jeffrey lewis is in it uh you'd, you'd probably know him if you saw him yeah yeah juliet lewis's dad um there's a great scene oh dude there's this great scene where there's like an innkeeper guy and uh so like basically the whole thing is da- david soul plays a writer who goes back to his hometown that he's been away from for decades in the town Salem's lot. It's short for Jerusalem's lot. It's like, of course in Maine. And, uh, he goes back because he wants to write a book about this specific house. It looks like the psycho house. It's called the Marson house because just a bunch of evil shit has happened there throughout the town existing. It's like this old house as old as the town. And he thinks it's a gateway to evil. He remembers like all these ghost stories as a kid that took place in the house. And there's this thing where like him and some neighborhood kids tried to go up to the house and like some creepy shit happened. And he wants to research the house and write something about it. So he goes to stay in the town. Well, it turns out the house is like inherently evil. And the idea of the book is like, can things be evil? And uh, it's attracted this guy who is the servant of a vampire (laughs) and the vampire is in the basement and uh, they own an antique. They open it (laughs) a fucking antique store in the town and um, they deal with these like rare expensive antiques. And um, 
so anyways, people in the town start being bitten and turn into vampires. And Ben has convinced a few people like, hey, this is what's fucking happening. There's vampires in the town. And so anyways, there's this like innkeeper guy who has started to he's like on Ben's side and he's starting to believe in the vampires. And there's this sort of like hick dude who's just been turned into a vampire. And of course, it's a small town. So like everyone knows everyone. So what makes it more scary? Because the vampires have a way to to like an easier way to seduce people, basically. Right. Right. And so he he hears this rustling upstairs and it's like this old dude. The innkeeper is like this old dude. And so you Mm -hmm. already feel bad for him. He's creeping up the stairs to check out the noise and he opens the door. And Jeffrey Lewis, who is the vampire, he's sitting in this rocking chair in the dark. And all you see is his silhouette rocking back and forth and his eyes are glowing yellow. And he's like trying to command the guy to look at him so that he can put him in a trance. And the dude's trying to look away and he's got his like crucifix, but he's like too scared to do anything with it. And like, dude, just the way he's like hissing at him and shit. It's fucking awesome. It's great stuff. Just like, like I said, slow burn, suspenseful, but like this quote unquote scary scenes are like pretty good. Good stuff. Nice. Definitely. uh, I mean, no, no one's going to watch it, but you know, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> solid recommend i watch it every halloween and i fucking love it dude just puts me right in the mood great some, there's some great stuff in there also the um in the book the the vampire uh his name is mr barlow he is like a very refined gentleman there there was a tnt reboot starring rob Lowe, and rucker hour played the the vampire That's mr awesome. barlow but in this in the 70s movie, he's based on Nosferatu and he looks like Nosferatu uh, nice. and it's fucking awesome, dude. So, yeah, just like creepy, gothic, old school vampire movie. But anyways, all this to say, uh, there's so like the three hour cut is even too short because there's so many subplots involving people in the town. So like when they get turned into vampires or you're just more invested, like what happens right, to them, right. people leave the town. There's this whole subplot about this slimy guy who's having an affair. He's like a realtor guy that sells the vampire and the assistant, the property. He's played by Fred Willard in the show. And like, he's having an affair with this lady in his office and her boyfriend's this like drunk redneck dude who like beats her and he catches them in the act. And like, there's this whole intense thing that happens there. Uh, And there's just like so many interesting things going on that, like outside of the horror stuff, like you're not bored because the drama is interesting, you know? Right. So basically all this to say every Stephen King book is like that. <laughs> and every yeah. Stephen King adaptation should just be a mini series so that you can just explore all this shit. Cause he's really good at characters and the dynamics and like the interplay of characters. That's yeah. like his yeah. best stuff. So and then all you have to do is like change the ending because they're mostly terrible. Yeah, yeah. The ending usually sucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, except for the mist, because there's not an ending. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> it doesn't. There, he's just like, well, I guess we're gonna drive into this cloud. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Which I guess is fine. I although, yeah, the movie ending is just so fucking. Mwah. Yeah, it's great chef's movie. kiss. Great movie. One of my favorite uh, King work or adaptations for sure. Definitely. Definitely love the mist. Love the mist. You know, it's not it's not the, it's not it's no the shining, but 
It's quite good. Indeed. It's scarier Indeed. than The Shining. Yes, yes. Very intentionally scarier than The Shining. The Shining's really more meant to be like creepy and suspenseful and kind of keep you I'm on not, your toes, but it's not, yeah. uh, you know. I've never been not, scared. I've never been even like slightly scared of The Shining. Yeah, the I haven't Kubrick, seen it. The Kubrick movie, yeah. that is. I know you, I watched you, it you haven't like seen 14. it in years, right? Yeah, I haven't seen it since I was like 14. And I wasn't mm-hmm. scared by it then. I liked it, but yeah, I wasn't uh, particularly scared. It's just a master class of acting. That's all it is. Yeah, for sure. And at the time, uh, I think I was like, that that was it. Because I think it was one of those that like, you know, it's like one of the greatest horror movies ever made. People like talk about how scary mm-hmm. it is and whatever the fuck that I was like, oh, what the fuck? But I wasn't really into filmmaking then. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, that's fair. I was in an Artur. <laughs> you weren't fucking uh, woke yet, dude. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You weren't cultured yet in the. Yeah. Oh, by the way, just a, a PSA for everybody, especially you. I don't know. Do you have Hulu or access yeah. to Hulu? Yeah. Yeah. Dude, Ulu. What the fuck? Ulu. Ulu. I didn't know I could yodel. Um, <laughs> Hulu just added a uh, Asian Pacific Islander like tab on their uh, app, basically. Okay. You can watch film and television by Asians and okay. gotcha. Pacific Islanders to celebrate, you know their their culture and everything uh right. dude the list is fucking stacked with incredible movies dude uh i think i saw the devils on there fuck yes um great movies by uh uh chan Wook park like uh the guy that did um old boy uh nice, he's nice. got like uh he has this um vengeance trilogy it's like sympathy for it's like lady vengeance Sympathy for Mr. Vengeance. And I think Old Boy is the third movie in the trilogy. It's like an unconnected trilogy. Right, right. Uh, but those movies are on there. Um Nomad Lad, which is a not lad, sorry. Nomad Land, which is a Hulu right. original, anyways, is on there. Uh Parasite. Um oh, one of my favorite uh Korean action films, The Good, the Bad, and the Weird. It's like a Korean spaghetti western nice uh that's on there great shit dude great fucking shit if you if you want to watch some really cool action or drama or horror uh i was talking last week about how well i think i think the bit actually got cut (laughs) for time but (laughs) i was i was raving about how awesome foreign films are uh because each country kind of has its own style and specifically i love korean films Mm -hmm. um their style is so unique and their films are so beautifully shot. Very, yeah, very strong voice. Yes. Voices. Yes. They make, they, they probably, I feel like, like French cinema has its own thing going on. And I, uh, I think Korea has its own thing going on. South Korea, North Korea is not making any art, <laughs> but uh, South <laughs> no. Korea uh, makes incredible movies. And so, yeah, yeah, if you have the chance to watch any uh, South Korean films on Hulu, uh, please do. Uh, you're in for a treat. Um, most of them are shockingly violent, but they're all great, yeah. great, great films. Yeah, they're very, very good, though. Yeah, very twisted, very violent, sort of a theme. Yeah, I need to watch I Saw the Devil again. What an amazing movie. 
fucking incredible. Possibly one of the most satisfying endings of a movie ever. Yeah, but it's not supposed to be, dude. You missed the point entirely. Yeah, well, I that's mean, you true, didn't, you didn't, but like, yeah. that's the thing. That's the thing. Well, You're well, not yeah. supposed to be satisfied, but you are. And that's like, well, yeah, satisfying in that it is. Um, it's no, not no, like no. wrapped up in it's not like wrapped up yeah in in, in, in like a neat bow. No, 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 no. I I know what you mean. We're gonna talk about yeah, this yeah. for a second. I know what you mean. Okay, Satisfying cool, in that cool. the the villain gets what he deserves, but the what the hero loosely the hero goes through on his journey to exact the revenge. Like you're not, he's become a villain himself. You're not supposed exactly. to root for him, you know. But you exactly. are. Nobody, nobody wins. Nobody wins. You were, you yeah. basically, you saw him and you were tempted by the devil and you lost, <laughs> you yeah. know, like you, yeah. you didn't vanquish evil. You became evil. Yeah. It is like, it for... is like the, the perfect ending for the type of movie that it is. Yes. 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 Uh, uh, it's actually, <laughs> it's actually a very fucked up ending because he walks, <laughs> so he walks away up. sobbing because he realizes he's become a monster. He, yeah. He realizes what he's done. <laughs> But it doesn't turn around. <laughs> no, 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 no. Oh, God, what an incredible film, dude. It's so fucking good. And uh, yeah, uh, one of the most violent movies I've ever seen. It's horrific, but it's it so is, good. It is fucking so brutal. Yeah. God. Hands like hands down the best revenge movie ever. Yeah, oh, yeah. It's it's fucking amazing. Big, uh, big recommend. Hard recommend. Yeah. And that main guy, uh, Byung Hung Lee, who he's been in American movies. He's in the Red movies and also, uh, uh oof, the G.I. Joe movies. <laughs> but, uh, he is a pretty notable Korean, like, action star, I guess. And yeah. he's in the good, the bad, and the weird. He's the villain. He's the bad. Oh, awesome. And yeah. Yeah, I like him a lot. Yeah. Dude, you should maybe that's the next movie we should watch together. Yeah, it's fucking dope. If you want to, if you want to watch a, a badass western <laughs> taking place during the the yeah. like uh like during uh the uh oh, what does it take place? Uh, sorry, I have to do a little googling, but we can it's all right. We can take right. this right that's out of the show. <laughs> no one will know. Oh, yes. It's uh, in 1930s Manchuria. Of course. Of course. Seems so obvious now. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> yes. Good stuff. Well, I'm spent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I'm just reaching at this point. <laughs> Indeed. It's got that. I got my water bottle nipple there, just in frame. How do you like that? I, I like it. Nipple. I like it. Looks. I thought. I thought you were getting a blowjob from a Devo member. <laughs> yep. Mark Mother's Baw is uh, hit him up right before we started recording the show. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> getting <laughs> getting dome from Devo. <laughs> if only. <laughs> 
You know, I would love, I would like to see a crossover with Devo and the B-52s. I think that would be really mm. enjoyable. Yeah, super group. Yes. You know what? I think Debbie Harry would look good in a Devo hat. I I completely agree. Food for thought, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for listening. <laughs> this, this is where we leave you. Of a podcast, the podcast. The deranged we- fantasy of new waivers. <laughs> we hope that you enjoyed your stay. And uh, yeah, let's uh, help a homie out. Isaac, I a, hope you have comfortable uh, shoes. <laughs> and a bus <laughs> and, a, and a bus ticket. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, very, very briefly. I'm so sorry. Oh, okay. Oh, um, go, yeah, go ahead. I was going to let you know, if you have any interest in coming back to Oklahoma, you can always transfer to the brand new Starbucks that just opened on 23rd Street across from the tower. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Uptown is officially 100% gentrified. <laughs> hey. Why tell me? We finally got there. Good for you. Want, baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. Can't wait it's for officially safe. It's officially safe to walk around at night here, baby. <laughs> Can't wait for Super Cow Wind to become a neighborhood market. Oof. Yeah. No thanks. <laughs> All right. Well. Yeah. That was the. That was the. That was yeah. the last thing I had to say. So. Yep. Anyway. anyway. All right. Uh, do you have anything to add? Yeah. If you uh, if you like this, you want to hear more. Uh, tune in next same time next week. Uh, donate to uh, Isaac by buying a shirt. Thank you.